When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the morning after on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the morning after STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to TMA from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Timothy Mike McKernan, Douglas Sullivan Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, The Plowhawk, Action Jackson with you. Come on in. The water is warm. The EDF group text inbox 314-881-TMA5. Calling nothing but phone calls today, Doug. Oh. You wanted that, and that's what you're going to get. 636-9004-TMA. And we'll let some guys call in, too. But uh, as is tradition, ladies go to the front of the line. And you can email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling. Email today, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. Gabe DeArmond will be with us at 9 o'clock, presented to you by James Carlton. And uh, up until then, we'll just be uh, spewing take vomit. Oh. You like that? Spewing take vomit? I'd, well, it's kind of kind of ugly. What? And I don't, I'm not going to be much good to you. So I'll be just up. Why is that? You had the Cowboys? Well, no, because it's cold. It's 49 degrees. I'm not ready for this. It's dark when I get Missouri. in the car. Good football teams. Those college teams are good, huh? Welcome back, Clausen. What are you going to do this year? <laughs> I think pretty good stuff, huh? Uh, it is Clausen cold. could not wait to hit that. <laughs> You've been waiting all weekend to hit that, haven't you? Yeah. Saturday about 3.15, I'm like, huh. But no, it was good to be are back. You, are you gloating cool. in, their, in their defeat? No, I put a good post on the fan page about their... Uh, Doug, their did you see the fan page? No, Tenth of the audience, figured, does. <laughs> I figured Doug didn't see it. I was just saying, generalizing it. Then I liked watching Missouri offense play. I think they're fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Now, certainly the outcome wasn't what everybody expected in the second half, but I had a fun time watching it. They couldn't tackle Daniels. Could not bring him down. That's a fun little weekend college football, too. Well, don't say fun little weekend. It wasn't a fun little weekend. It was a bad weekend. The Tigers lost. Doug, what is the lead? It's a Sadie Hawkins for the ages. Uh, I guess Mizzou. I guess Missouri. Because we all had such high hopes that they, that they would win this game. And they had it. They could easily have won it right till late in the fourth quarter. They still easily could have won the game and let it get away. So, no, it wasn't a fun little weekend at all. And, no, I'm not going to be much good to you because of it, because of that and the cold weather. You know the play that, that chapped my ass, <laughs> that, that center snap that, that caused him to be Connor Tolleson. That's that the it. That's the fourth time that uh, he has done that. Yeah. I mean, they're the driving. There's, what, two and a half minutes to go? 
They're at about at the, at the 40, 45-yard line. Third of LSU, and one. Something like that. Third and one. They run it a couple times. They got all the momentum in the world. They go in and score. Then it's third and six because of the penalty. Then he drops back to pass. He's hit. He fumbles. The ball goes back 20 yards. Game over. Yes, that was the moment where the game, in my mind, the game was over. As it Mm -hmm. turned out, it wasn't. There's a lot. I I don't even want to spend like a sliver of time on this, but I'm really surprised by it. The amount of criticism Eli Drinkwitz is getting for going for it on fourth and 32. Yeah, I didn't mind that either. It was a a Uh no-brainer to go for it. Yeah. Paul Feinbaum was, uh, I don't want to say he was lighting him up, but super critical of it. I couldn't believe how much time was spent on the broadcast about it. And I'm going, what with the Missouri defense has made you think that if you punt that ball back, you're going to get it? I realize you're going to convert a fourth and 32 one out of like 100 times. I guess the math is two out of 100. Mm-hmm. But at least you take your shot and you don't convert it. So be it. The game's over. The game's yeah. over either way. On the off chance that you stop them, then you've had to burn all your timeouts. I just, for the life of me, that struck me as a no-brainer. And it also became the focal point for a portion of the post-game discussion when it's like debating a Hail Mary call. Yeah. Like, it just had to be done. I was really surprised by, you know, reputable college football people debating that one. I really was. There there were plenty of other things to talk about where I think Missouri shot itself in the foot. LSU had its issues as well, but uh, that, that one wasn't, but I was curious if I'm, if I'm in the minority here on the day. No, I thought they would go for it too. I didn't bother. And I thought it was the right play. Yeah. And yeah. And the way they're throwing flags, all it takes is a defensive penalty and you get the first down. I didn't care for the play necessarily. Yeah. Maybe one more lateral. You got to have a couple more guys lined up ready to take a lateral. Uh, and I would have liked, considering Luther Burden's uh, ability, uh, what do you call him, a yak monster? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I call him. Yeah, send him deep, yeah. throw it deep. Or just get him Hail over the middle, Mary, let him run, he's the guy. He wasn't involved in that play. But either way, I, did, I, I thought that was, I mean, again, I. but, you know, reading Paul Feinbaum's comments about the game, that was one of the things he focused on. I couldn't believe how much... Uh, RG3 and uh, is it Bob Washusen? Was that the name of the gentleman who was I, on the call? I didn't know him. Jackson, what do you think of that play? I mean, at that point, it was like you're kind of looking for miracles. Yeah, I mean, you just have to, no matter what. Right, and punting it, you're like, okay, defense, like, you know, and honestly, like, you make a play deeper, you do what they did, it's basically you kind of can say it's a punt in a way, and at least you went for it. you, you got to try something because if you convert it, then everything that just happened is moot, and you're still driving, and things are still happening. you got three timeouts, but... If you don't, then you give him the ball and you pray for the defense. So Drink said it in the postgame, too. He was like, it was the right play for us, and it worked out exactly how I thought it was. We got the football back. And oh, well, he's that's, right. that's, what? That's, did he really say that? I didn't know that he said that. He said on the play, he said, I, I, I ran the play, and it, it worked out how I thought it was going to work out that we would get the football back. Well, he thought that. Why don't you punt? Is that, do we have that sound? I can, I can go cut it real quick for you. Wow. Confidence in the defense. Well, then, 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 right. if that, then if that's the case, then why not punt it? <laughs> well, because I guess it. Because if I guess if you can convert it, great. If not, he's still confident that they're going to get the football back. I'll well, cut the clip. Yeah, I, was, I was about to say I have absolutely no issue with the Missouri coaching in that game. By the way, and I think that game shows a uh, an amount of progress for the program. At the same time, they shot themselves in the foot and I don't come out of it going, "Oh, well, you know, it's okay. We're, you know, who would have thought they'd be 5 and 1?" Well, anybody who was paying attention, we're going to lose to South Dakota, Middle Tennessee State, Memphis or Vanderbilt. So, it was either going to be 4 and 2 or 5 and 1 at the start of the season. So, I don't necessarily go look at this great progress. I look at the game against LSU and go, "Look at the progress on offense." 
But the thing that we were talking about at the start of the season that you thought the, the reason they'd be improved was because the defense would be back and improved because the defense was back. The defense has regressed. Yeah. The offense has gone into a stratosphere I never could have foreseen. Yeah, they had no answers for Daniels. Not nothing. Mm-hmm. The second half was totally different. LSU clearly made some adjustments at halftime to stop the Missouri offense. Uh, RG3 kept saying they were going to start playing a, a man-to-man defense in pass coverage. And, boy, it made a difference because it was a different Missouri offense first half to second half. Maybe a little Southern Bell knew what he was doing after all. Uh, Coming down. He, uh, yeah. This is Plowhawk, uh, this is soundbite five. Uh, Brian Kelly was not happy that Missouri scheduled LSU for homecoming. The problem is <laughs> that isn't what happened. Yeah, it, it wasn't homecoming, <laughs> was it? They usually say that for South Carolina, don't they? Look, we were, you know, we were playing a really good football team, um, top 25 team on the road. Um, I think they even scheduled this as as their homecoming team. No. You know, that's, that's um, we t- take that personal. What, it wasn't what homecoming. He, said, he said that on the post. He said on the field that, and I thought he maybe just misspoke. Yeah. But that was clearly the press conference, so he said it twice. These guys just make things up now to get offended by, anybody, to motivate their team. Anybody yeah. question him on it? Anybody from a zoo reporter say it's not our homecoming? Those are probably LSU reporters who didn't know. Well, I'm sure there's Missouri reporters in there too, aren't there? I don't know. Sometimes their coach will talk at the same time the Mizzou coach is talking. You, you can't get to both. Well, I thought it was a terrible call. Which call? Fourth <laughs> and thirty-two. Oh, you, you thought they should have punted? Yeah, you got a, you have a better chance of maybe getting lucky and holding them for three plays because they're probably going to run the ball. Missouri had what? They did have three timeouts left. They're probably going to run the ball, make them use their timeouts, maybe get lucky. You're not going to you're not going to you have no shot pretty much of going fourth and thirty-two, but you have a shot at holding them three and out. You got a better, well, they haven't done it all day, but you have a better shot of holding them on three downs and getting a punt than you do on making a fourth and 32. Probably, except that they hadn't stopped them three and out. I don't know. No, think but the there's a half. better chance, I'm saying, of, of holding them three and out than fourth and 32. No, well, that's the argument against it. I think anytime you're aggressive and you're, you're going forward to try to win, I, I think you can't be criticized too much. They got a couple of breaks with the referees. And they had one go against them when they uh, <coughs> Cook took a face mask, and they didn't call that. A dreadful game as far as officiating goes, but it went against both teams. Mm. Dreadful. I have, I, for the life of me, when they called that disconcerting clapping, clapping interference, yeah. like four, the LSU four guy times. three times, I had, yeah. I, for the, uh, the first time they get out, I go, God, I've been watching football for 40 years. I was sitting there with my wife and my two sons. Like, I've, I've never, never heard of this call. Yeah. And then it was called two more times, mm-hmm. once against LSU and another time against Missouri. And it was a crucial time against Missouri. And I saw it before they even called it. I saw, stop clapping. I'm yelling, stop clapping. And he was just pounding away back there. Sure enough, they threw the flag at him. Yeah, I didn't know that that was a penalty. Yeah, there were a couple against LSU that um, the illegal procedure call on, was it, I don't know what down it was, but it was on the one-yard line. Schrader scores, but it should have been a legal procedure, which would have made it, put it back to the six-yard line instead of the one. Yeah, they missed that. And I yes. thought. I, that was huge. That's a substantial call. Yeah. And I thought, the, I thought the touchdown that was called back for holding 
with LSU with Daniels when he scored. I thought it was an illegal a late hit in the end zone. I mean, he's definitely in the end I zone. Agree. I agree. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought that didn't get any attention on the yeah. – I got the amount of attention on the fourth and 32. Uh, I thought that was a late hit on Daniels too, and that was huge. And he got hurt on that He play. did. I thought that was a late hit. I, I said it in the moment, and they kept showing it, and they wouldn't talk about it. I mean, they wouldn't. I guess they didn't think so. I mean, RG3 obviously had a hell of a career. He knows the game. Uh, so I will I will yield, but God bless America. I thought that was an absolute late hit. And uh, Daniels had to leave the game. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, now he can't throw. All he's going to do is run. And he really didn't throw much except twice, one over the middle and, and one what wound up being the game-winning touchdown to neighbors, and he was just left completely wide mm-hmm. open. But the, the biggest play to me, the one that stands out, certainly, was the one, I agree with you, Connor Tolleson, because that's the fourth time that's happened. With the, I, You have to really be watching every Missouri snap to be aware of this, but he has done that this year four times. It's a huge problem, and it killed them there. Yeah, it did. It, it really did. Third and one, they'd have picked up a yard the way they were going. Absolutely. Had all the momentum going. Um, but... When Daniels escaped third and nine deep in their own territory, and Missouri had pressure, and he was able to to break that for a first down, um, that was that was to me that was the play. If they don't get that there, Missouri gets the ball back. They're already up, and they get that. And that 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 from my standpoint yeah. was the play of the game. I know it's probably not the one that most people who watch the game would think much about, but that was the play of the game for me. Sometimes you have to keep reminding yourself you're watching college football. And these are young players, and they do some really bad things mentally. I mean, for Walker to take two personal foul penalties, get thrown out of the game. Yeah, that was for weird. The, the clapping and the, the center problem. It's just not very smart things to do, and it cost him. The first one dearly. on Walker, I understand, as weird as that is to say, because he was clearly mm-hmm. injured, and yeah. the guy was lying on him. I don't think the guy was doing anything wrong. He's lying on him. It's a pileup. He's hurt, and that's just... That's that's emotion in the midst of being incredibly frustrated. The second one is in, you know, he spit on an LSU player. And the only reason we know that is because the ref's mic was open and you could hear it, uh, the ref talking about it. And that's why he got tossed from the game. That's huge to lose him. Mm-hmm. Only guy rushing the passer on a game where you can't get any pass rush. Right, you know? unless yeah. you're blitzing, which yeah. is going to continue to be a problem. Oh, brutal. Brutal. No what's linebacker your takeaway, play. Jackson? I mean, it was just like... For, I was in a funk for a long time after that game. Really, oh, really? I just burnt. I, I really, I, I, I really dislike Brian Kelly and LSU, <laughs> and I really wanted to win that game. And they were playing so like Brady was playing that first drive. Brady looked the best he's looked all year. I thought mm-hmm. the first quarter was up there with any quarter I had watched in Missouri football in my life. I mean, considering I knew how good LSU's offense was and how effective Missouri was, I loved the two-point conversion, whether it didn't work out or not. I loved that to open the game. They really should have scored a play or two earlier. Theo Weiss just dropped, dropped the ball, and then they essentially ran the exact same play, yeah. and he was able to drop it in there. I mean, the way Brady Cook was playing, absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely unbelievable. Could have never seen that happen. And then the play that I think took him backwards, and again, it's kind of going into the weeds. He had Luther Burden open in the flat, and he just overthrew him. And this was a Missouri, was in a comfortable spot. And then, I, if I'm not mistaken... They ran it on the next play, and then he threw the pick to end the uh, no-interception streak. 
and that was just a bad decision, bad throw, but it was set up by just overthrowing a wide-open Luther Bird in the flat, not to say he would have picked up a bunch of yards, but the defender was probably 8 to 10 yards off of him, and he just he just threw it high. And I don't know if he got hurt. It wasn't Again, this wasn't brought up on the broadcast either, as far as I know, uh, but I saw Gabe Diarman talking about it, and he'll join us at 9 o'clock, and that is that the Cook went to the locker room. Mm-hmm. So something was off. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I just didn't think... I don't, I don't know how much that was LSU's defense in the second half. I'm not sure that Missouri had the same Brady Cook in the second half as they did in the first half. All while acknowledging, kind of like with Will Howard in Kansas State, Brady Cook was hurt against Kansas State, Will Howard was hurt for Kansas State, Jaden Daniels was hurt for LSU, and I don't think Jaden Daniels was hurt on a, a play that, you know, if that would have happened, let's say that was Brady Cook and he was knocked out of the game or hurt and Sam Horn had to come in, Missouri fans would be raging about what was a late hit in the end zone, and understandably so. LSU is in a spot where they can take off now. Um, their next tough game, they have Auburn at home, then they have Army at home, then they have a bye week, and then they have Alabama at home. It's nothing but home games. That's another thing that Brian Kelly was bitching about is how many road games they had to start. Uh, they had one home game so far this year. I think, of note, and then they also played Grambling. They played Arkansas and Grambling. Otherwise, it's all been road. But can Jaden Daniels hold up? And while Nussmeyer is a great quarterback for a backup, he's not Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels won that game for yeah. LSU. Yeah, he's special. And when you look at Mizzou's front seven compared to Jaden Daniels, it's uh, polar opposites. It's strong guys on Missouri's front seven, but laterally slow. Like, they, they're not quick. Johnny Walker's the quickest one, and when you lose him, it's brutal. But... Chad Bailey and Teron Hopper, they're not, they weren't making big plays. You needed like a, a Nick Bolden kind of player, a guy you've had in the past to be that dynamic guy to stop Diggs or Daniels because they were getting to the second level with ease. Diggs, every time he touched the ball, was getting to the second level with ease. If they got him for four yards, it was a win for Mizzou. So uh, it was just a, a mix of, of defensive and offensive styles that did not work in Missouri's favor. Give your thoughts, 314881-TMA5. It's the EDF Group text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. Call in 636-900-4TMA. And email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. We are in the Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour, Munganess, St. Louis Acura.com, AltonToyota.com. And then there's a secret number of 314252 0029. Ryan Seiberg won closest to the pin at the Michelob Balter Hit and Giggle, Doug. Yeah. Yeah. From That's the service department. Few. He's a good player. He can. He's a ball striker. Yeah. And uh, Munganast is the sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour. St. Louis Acura.com, Alton Toyota.com. Even if you didn't get your car from Munganast, get your car serviced at Munganast, St. Louis Acura.com, and Alton Toyota.com. 314 Uh, Do you want to support the EDF group as a sponsor of TMA? It's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF group at fire at the EDF group.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the EDF group.com. The EDF group is hot and will prevent your facility from having hot fires. Experience the EDF group difference. Learn more at the EDF group.com. Jackson, tell the people about Circa. Sure. The world's largest sports book in Las Vegas is now coming to uh, Illinois. Start betting like a pro with Circa Sports. What I like about that Circa Sports, they give you that tight money line split, minus 110, minus 120. And if you're betting big dollars, that makes a huge difference. You don't want to be betting minus 115 or minus 120 on those big plays you're making. You want that minus 110 
tight money line split, and that's what they strive to do at Circa all the time. The Circa Sports app is sports betting the way it should be. Big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service. And the best news of all is the Circa Sports app is in Illinois. So if you live in St. Louis, just make that short drive across the river. Or if you already live in Illinois, sign up for Circa Sports and get ready to start betting like a pro. Visit CircaSports.com for more details. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. There it is. Circa Sports book. Get involved. Text in. Many people are doing so. Call in if you would like. Six three six nine zero zero four TMA Jackson, you have the sound. Uh, yeah, the sound of drink talking about going forward and fourth and third. Oh, okay, the sound. Yeah. You wanted to hear it. You got it. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, hit the lever. I knew we still had three timeouts, and so we needed to go for it on fourth down because I know, you know, with a minute six left to go, that we would ultimately be able to get the ball back, which we did. It worked out the way I kind of expected. So. Okay, he just turned himself into a mad genius <laughs> because his he was dialing up exotic blitz packs. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. You that know, I just, I just told. I, then, 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 if that's what you think, then punt. <laughs> My thought process was, you're not going to get the ball back. I mean, you might get the ball back. You'll get the ball back if you do it a hundred times. I don't know, but whatever. I mean, once. But that thought process, <laughs> had you punted, you would have gained yourself right. 30 yards. Right. Well, or so. I mean, theoretically, the punter, they've had a punting issue also. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they had a 17-yard punt oh. earlier in the game. Um, but, yes, I would agree that they're most. So, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. What about know. this, though? If you, I mean, sure, LSU thought they are going to punt, 4th and 32. It's such an immaterial play, but yeah. now it's going to become a focal point. Why don't you f- punt, fake the punt, then, at least? You have a better shot. They won't be expecting it, so maybe you have a play for a fake punt to pick up 32 yards. <laughs> they would have yards. run a fake punt. Dude, I would have just, just so... lived on Tiger Board. <laughs> I would have sold my home and bought a house on Tiger Board. But, I mean, if you're going to go for a 4th and 32, well, they can set up for it. If you're going to fake a punt, you got to think, well, 4th and 32, they're punting. They're not going to fake it. You probably got a better shot at getting 32 yards on a fake punt than you do going for it. I would rather have Theo Weiss and Luther Burden on the field if you're going to go for it on well, maybe put them out there. Well, then that would kind of give it away. Uh, yeah, but maybe LSU's not paying attention. <laughs> they didn't look like they were paying wow. attention on that two-point conversion. What the hell of defense were they running? It they, could I mean, be the only reason they went the for line. it was because it was homecoming. And they wanted, they wanted to give the kids that are returning back, oh. they wanted to give them a show. Brian Kelly. Jesus. Read a calendar. Oh, well. I don't think you're looking at Mizzou's schedule, which is, a, which is their homecoming game. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Boy, they'll be upset about that now. <laughs> What's that? Everybody's upset when you have homecoming. We got to do it some week. <laughs> exactly. Shane Beaver's going to be yeah. furious now. Yeah, he'll be really upset. Uh, I bet Mizzou plays at a lot of homecoming games, or have in the past. For sure. Should we be upset by that? I guess we should. I mean, livid. Well, we've scheduled Middle Tennessee State once for homecoming and resulted in a loss. Didn't go well. The loss is on the Colonel. He's off gallivanting through the boot, sipping Aperol spritzes instead of holding this gosh dang football team mm. accountable the week before the biggest game of the season. Yeah. That's from Shrimply Pibbles, who usually sends in pictures of his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like when he took vacation either. So you're mad at the colonel. You're yeah. going to hold him accountable at 9 o'clock, presented to you by James Carlton. Maybe he didn't graduate, so he didn't feel it was important to be there for homecoming. I, I don't know. That could have been it. <laughs> Who schedules their vacation around the LSU game? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, it's a pretty time of year in Italy. 
You wait till the season's over. It's cold in Italy. Hey, uh, can I be suspended for like 20 minutes? Yes, you can be. <laughs> Thanks for the analysis on the fake punt, Ken. Why don't you grab a cuppa and sit the rest of the day out? That's from Long Balls. What's a cuppa? Well, that's that's the other side of the coin. It's, it's that's what they were arguing. It's Australian for a cup of tea. Is that right? Yeah, cuppa. Long uh, Balls is from Australia. Well, you make no sense, man. <laughs> no. I was that coming is up. a take. It's yeah, a strong take. It's one of the best takes ever. I was coming up with something as stupid as going for it on fourth and 32. <laughs> I think I, watching a fake punt, I would have been glued. <laughs> it would have been awesome. I would have just fast-forwarded and rewound. And, oh, oh my God. I the really punter wish. just kicked it 17 yards, <laughs> has the ball in his hand, has the game 40 yeah. yards. about five, six yards, get lit up. Laugh all you want. Take them by surprise. I don't know if anybody would they're be setting surprised. up for a 4th and 32. They're not setting up for a fake punt from 4th and 32. If you're a special teams coach and all you have to do is dial up. <laughs> an, an exotic fake punt. 4th and 32 is not what you want to be handed. It'd been no. better than throwing a 10-yard out and lateral it. Got Cook at the, as a punter. The best play in that notice. situation is probably send Luther Burden deep on a fly route and underthrow him, and when he comes back right. to get it, the yeah. defender the runs over him play. and yeah. you get pass interference. They were in deep, deep, deep zone coverage, though. So <laughs> well, you got to just run out. I him. think the play they ran is actually the like the, the if you're going to go for it on fourth and 32, is probably the best chance you have at it. Break a tackle or something. Well, they had, they had one lateral and they had like the, the hook and ladder. Yeah. They they made the one lateral. They should have had a couple guys in position to make more than one. Look, Honestly, Connor back? Collison just can't illegal snap in that situation. We're never talking about. Can that. we yeah. go back to the fake punt one more time? Like I'm just picturing the punter <laughs> doing like a speed option with like a fullback. Just gun it. Just you put some people in there that maybe LSU that isn't expecting, and then you snap it to the. The short guy who maybe is a quarterback in high school, something on the team. And let it, yeah. You got a better shot than what you did. No way. There's Five no way flat you have a 40 shot. running an option with a guy <laughs> running a six flat 40. No I think that would be, I would have loved that. Well, it's a fake punt probably picks you up 10 or 15 yards. That's that's pretty close to what they got, wouldn't it? I always thought some of these kids, and you brought up earlier that they're, they're young kids. And sometimes I look and I said, you know, these guys, some of these guys aren't even paying attention. So if you fake the punt, act like you're an opponent, and then just throw it, you know, like just throw it up. anywhere. And they're gonna they're gonna think it's it's How the are punt. The sports are they great? Oh, they're not gonna be confused. They're not that young. They're Pretty gonna think it's the punt, right and they're now. just wait, and then you go catch it. They think it's a punt. Hey, Crip Keeper, tell me you know nothing about college football without telling me you know nothing about college football. Doug, that's coming from down the mm. hallway. It was Randy Character. Oh, was it really? I guess you didn't hear some of the things I said earlier about the hit in the end zone that me and Tim agree was so a, Don, if they had a guy that nobody pointed out. They... Illegal procedure, which was a huge call. I said, it's stupid to go for it on 4th and 32. And then I just threw out, fake a punt. You got a better shot than going for it on 4th and 32. I would think guy alive. His weight and his like high blood pressure, that dude should be dead. I think you run as many offensive plays as you can and pray the defense starts clapping and then maybe you can get a disconcerting signals penalty. What the God's name is that? It didn't even look like he was trying to 
it looked like he was trying to get his like defense like in it's, order. It strikes me as the SEC made it a point of emphasis this week to call that. And Trinkwick said after the game that that crew calls that a lot. I had never heard that like called they're... in my life. Had you no. ever seen that call? No, never. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't even know what it was. You're an awful coach. <laughs> if this crew is calls it a lot, then tell your player not to clap. Should have well, said that at the beginning of the game. This, these people, they call this. I don't know this, this crew one's calls on this a lot. They don't clap. It was only just a drink, few years ago. I don't know. It was just a few years ago when they started clapping. When quarterbacks started clapping for the snap, the hard cap, mark yeah. it out, <laughs> scream it. Well, that's why now they say if you clap once, the other team can't do it the rest of the game. That's so weird. Maybe. So just clap the first play of the game, and that's you know what takes care of them. Was that? Guys, do you think LSU would have known something's up when Brady Cook is lined up in punt formation with Luther Burden and Jeremy Macklin? It's two of the gunners. That's from Brian Hench and Doug. Colts with a nice win yesterday. Yeah. I didn't say Brady Cook back then. On third down, let's help our Rams by making some noise! Yeah! I thought that I just get the Not the secondary. Point. The secondary makes no noise. Maybe you put Sam Horn in there. You won't, you won't pay attention to who the punter is. Hey, where's number 21? Actually, you could kind of fool some people with that. There you go. Fake punt season. Mm-hmm. I still think you put the punter in the full. You make it a legit punt formation and just have the punter. Throw it. Lean back and <laughs> throw it throw 60 it a couple tight ends. But if they didn't catch it, the ball would come back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the risk you take. That's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty big risk. Yeah, but players, that, you see it all the time, these players. You could, from the 10-yard line, they go for it, and it's fourth down, and then they throw a bomb to the 20-yard line or 30-yard line, and they try to intercept it because they go, got it, interception. Well, you had mm-hmm. the ball in the 10-yard line. You you cost yourself 60 yards. Mm-hmm. They don't think. That's why anything can happen in a fake punt. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many fake punt plays they have. Well, they, they, they probably they probably have one that'll get you 32 yards. I guarantee they don't have a fourth and 32 play in their playbook. The old football Cardinals used to have a punter that would do a lot of fake punts. Chuck Lotterette. Remember Chuck Lotterette. Chuck yeah. Lotterette. I went to school with his uh, nephew, Biff Lotterette. Oh, <laughs> well, he was a great athlete besides being a punter, an occasional wide receiver. And every now and then he would take off running on a punt, and it always seemed like he got it. I don't know if he's still around. He's probably... 70, 80 something, he's probably too old to do it now. Yeah, why don't you look it up? <laughs> we can do it! Ram roll one. Third down and goal. When the Rams offense is at work at the line. <laughs> this just makes me nauseous to hear that. I can't. I, can't. I, can't. I actually get sick to my stomach. I wanted to that. find the slow clap, but I can't find it. But that's funny. Who was behind that? Kevin Demoff. It had yeah, to be Demoff. Demoff. It had to be. Nothing shoes fans away faster right. than any sort of rule that they have followed. Nobody read the room worse than Kevin Dillon. I made more doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, make fun of my fake pun all you want, but... Doug, what will happen if <laughs> Kevin Demoff takes over as commissioner of the NFL? Oh, oh God. Can you imagine? Yeah, it, it has been reported yeah. as a possibility. That is... That's not oh, just pulling ever... something out of God. air. God Almighty. Just the thought of, like, him... Just keep failing upward. <laughs> imagine how many relocations of teams there would be. Like, it would be an, a floodgate of teams just moving. Mm-hmm. I kind of like to see it, though, a little bit. Well, there have been an awful lot of incompetent people fall upwards and wind up running the, running the country, running the cities, running states. It happens all over this country. You ever work in AM radio? Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, maybe Drink should set up his yearly evaluation when he is out of town like the twink that rarely plays drops and never changes the skeleton did last week. Nate in Tallahassee mm. has been sending this in, Plowhawk. Wait a minute. I haven't seen it. He's banned for a month. Nathan from oh, the East. Really? Oh, no, no. It's Nathan from the East Side of Alden. I oh, apologize. Okay. Oh, nice. Maybe that's why I didn't see it. It's the top text, Plowhawk. Uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, you don't have it open this morning. I, I have it open. I just don't have notifications. So sometimes, yeah, like, Nate, I gotta yeah. say, Nate from Tallahassee. I haven't seen him texting in. He's like adhering to the ban. What did you do to get him banned? Well, what did I do? Oh, uh, <laughs> I got the uh, OnlyFans girl on. He said she wouldn't be here. Oh, that's right. Mm. That turned us into New York Post superstars. <laughs> that was a good interview. I actually listened to that. I said what? Who lined up the gem before I listened to the? Yeah, interview. you weren't happy with it early. I, I thought I thought it was a funny shot because I knew Iggy that would be in your wheelhouse and kind of, I know, you know Iggy and KG with the KG booking guest, so I wanted to poke fun. But then I listened to it and it was really good. Yeah, and now our swinging partner wants to come on too. Oh yeah, I, I, I heard that when I was in here this mm-hmm. morning doing work. I heard that part of the segment. What was her as name well. again? Something swings. Erica swings. Erica swings and Drew swings. I've been in contact. Oh, oh, really? Are they coming in? Uh, we're gonna work on some for Thursday. Wow. Are they gonna like come in with a paper bag over their head, or is this uh, like full blown? Might be a YouTube situation. They're on OnlyFans. So try to get them on their YouTube. face, right? Yeah, I'm gonna try to get them. Well, not unless we're on OnlyFans. Yeah, I haven't looked into them yet. <laughs> they asked about well. sending an outline of questions beforehand. I was like, ooh, yeah, those are <laughs> is right. that right? That ain't us. But I guess to I'll answer, I'll say like nicely, like we're off, we're kind of off the cuff. Show. <laughs> right. To answer the Nate and the East Side at all, and I had the vacation set up before even the hit and giggle dates were set up. But also, I didn't know about the the meeting until Monday before I left, or Tuesday before I left. There was an email uh, from John. I didn't think it was an end-of-the-year evaluation. I did. I don't know if <laughs> oh, you know. you're talking oh, about you the Hubbard. It. You're talking about the Hubbard staff meeting. Yeah, I didn't know I had an end-of-the-year evaluation. No, 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 I had no, text no, 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 no. This meeting was with Tommy. You didn't know. You still don't know about this one. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's two meetings you missed. Me, no, me and Tommy had one set up a month or two prior, but our schedules conflicted, and he was out of town, yeah. and so nothing ever came of he, it in terms meeting, of email. The meeting that Nathan is making reference to is with Tommy last Wednesday. I, I did not know. I I, got, <laughs> I, had, I looked at my email throughout the whole week and a half before. I, I haven't seen uh, like that on my calendar either. So then I freaked out because oh. I heard it was somehow a topic. And I was in, like, Sedona in the mountains, mm-hmm. and I'm texting Iggy, trying to, I, like, search a signal, trying to text Iggy. Like, what's so, up with this? So the backstory on it is Jackson and I, we were meeting with Kelly Hanna, who's our general sales manager for TMA and 101, and Jesse Kiaski, who handles the events for TMA. Both great people. And uh, WIL. And who else was in that meeting, Jackson? I feel like there's somebody else in there. But Tommy. Maybe not. Yeah, Tommy, of course. <laughs> so, oh, we have another thing we're, ta- we're talking about stuff for 2024. And the skeleton came up and he goes oh i can talk about that with plowboy tomorrow which is perfect yeah because i talked to we Tommy have our we have our uh year-end uh performance review and i said tomorrow i said he's he's on vacation this week and he goes what i said yeah he's on vacation and he goes i have an email from him saying he'll meet at 10 30 on my performance review so doug what happened well 
Is well, it possible that Plowsy was, was giving the performance review of Tommy? <laughs> no, I'm going back to my sent emails. Oh. Because I, I trust Tommy more than anything, and I, I certainly lose track a lot of time. <laughs> so, like, this could easily have happened, but I, I don't know if I... Because uh, I'm looking through my sent emails now. Doug, look through your sent emails. What do you see? But nonetheless, like I would have, if I would have fully known, I would have um, readjusted that. So that was, you know, an oversight on my part. But I, I just didn't know. I and like I felt like I was in trouble, so I texted Iggy and then I texted Tommy. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> What'd I you didn't." Say? You said yo? I, I, yo I, I, I didn't start with yo. I said with? I was completely unaware of this uh, end of the year review, sure. and I'm currently in Arizona, <laughs> and now I'm concerned. Yeah. Again, I'm unaware of this. When, like, they're an email. You can go, no, it's fine. Um, we'll talk on Monday, and I sent him a picture of uh, me vacationing, and he said, ha. Just to prove you were there. He said, ha, ha, nice. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so I came in here early this morning looking for, like, an email. I haven't seen I'm looking through my set, and I haven't seen one. So you're but meeting today? I'm, me I'm meeting with him today, yeah. Ooh, okay. Well, it's, I, I, I think Tommy is a very, you know, relaxed person. I, th I think he was making a joke of it via tech, but it's hard to see somebody's reaction on a text. Mm -hmm. He had just really planned ha -ha, on doing nice this on could Friday. mean a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Can we all agree that Plowsy did the right thing by texting Iggy to get some clarification? <laughs> I didn't know who to text. At that point, like, Jackson had done a lot of work. I've been gone all week. A KG in O-Town, no offense, it's not a full-time employee. So like, oh, oh, no. Dog, dog. Well, he's not. <laughs> well, I did that. I wanted, is he here today? I, th I thought dog, it would have been. Here? He probably, was earlier. would have been more <laughs> odd of me to text KG than, like, somebody on the show. Like, I, I felt like that was probably the way to go. So I'm like, yeah. Iggy at least would have some sort of information, would text me back immediately. I'm not going to text him on like a Saturday morning or a Friday. <laughs> I'm not talking to Doug about any show-related topic. And Jackson already has like 50 things on a point, so I'm like, Iggy. That text would have sent me over the edge, though. <laughs> so, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think Jackson would have responded well, and I, I completely understand that. So Iggy that's was... And I did tell you, I said, it's kind of turned into a joke, Plaza. You're fine. I heard that, but I still felt really bad because I don't like, I don't like missing things like that, and if I did, I apologize. Tommy, I hope you're listening. But you left him with a big hole in his schedule. <laughs> but the skeleton would be great because I'd love to change it up. Oh. You know, I'm fine with that, so I'd like to have that conversation with Skeletons Tommy. Skeleton's being too. changed. That's what we're talking yeah, perfect. about. Perfect. Yeah. Oh. And it's it's more like, like I said, I can only do... And It'll be all best so of 10 a.m. till 7 a.m., 7.07 a.m. Yeah, so I'm grinding this week on doing about 10 to 15 best of the day to try to prepare for, mm. you know, because you're talking... 18 hours on the weekends, more of best ofs, or all the our best of the replay segment. So that's going to take a hit. Birthday Hawk says, didn't you text KG and O-Town previously about approving extending your vacation? That's from the Birthday Hawk. I didn't extend my vacation at all. Um, how, how a process works is I wanted to make sure before I even asked for time off that I would be able to find replacements for myself. Those, And this was not like set up like a week prior to leaving. This is set up a month, a month and a half. Before I left, before that TMA Hicken giggle, I do believe had mm -hmm. their schedule set. So I asked KG if those dates worked. KG came back to me a couple of days later, said those dates work fine, and I said perfect. So then I went to our ADP app, ADP, which is, which ADP. is how we do our time cards, time off, you know, switch our 401k, all that, and basically mm -hmm. our our do it all playbook. I went and asked for those days off on that app. I felt like that was 
because Tommy was out of town at the time for work, and I assumed texting him about days off when he is out of town wouldn't have been, you know, very well received, or he would probably have forgotten about those dates. So I figured on the app you would have them set in stone there. So that's how the process went. Not like I just asked KG for time off like he was my boss. <laughs> I asked KG if he could work those days a month and a half prior. Yeah. He said yes. Then I went to the ADP app, asked for those days off, and know. actually used one less day because I, I figured after I sent my request days in, I, we were leaving at 6 p.m. that Friday so I could work the Friday before, the Friday I left. Yeah. So actually I, like, in hindsight, in hindsight, do you feel bad about taking this last-minute vacation and leaving the station, <laughs> leaving the station shorthanded and stiffing the boss on a very important meeting? Look, honestly, yeah. I hate leaving for that long. I, I it, I'm discombobulated and the sh- I'm I just with, don't I'm with lie. Tim on this though. I mean, you 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 have vacation time. Why do you feel bad about taking a week off? Well, I, I didn't still- even say anything. However, telepathically, it's exactly what yeah, I was I thinking. Said, that's, that's very nice. I said that. I am pro vacation. I'm with Tim. It's just you know it was, you shouldn't apologize for taking your vacation. It was an absolute blast. I completely tuned out of everything. We hiked about 45 miles, so the vacation itself was super fun. I still don't like missing a full week yeah. of work, even though I'm. Well, had we known that, you were going to be gone, and we could have gotten someone to fill in for you, maybe it would have been different. I agree. I shouldn't have flown out last yeah. second. That was my yeah. bad. Got a good deal on the tickets and left. You kind of left us with our pants down. Mm. I'll make it up to y'all. I okay. promise. But the, I'm sure the listeners loved the little break from me, so it, it was a win for them. I'm sure. No, they enjoy your takes. <laughs> They're some of the hottest in town. We were just upset you didn't get back in time to come on for the afternoon tea times Friday. That that is true. The uh, Jackson and I thought for sure you'd be there. I, I highly doubt that. <laughs> I bet the confidence level from the dais was extremely high. And Wait. I don't mean to stare at the camera. I see, I see, I'm staring at Doug. Are people, are people hazing your balls about the camera? Well, I feel like when I look at Doug, the camera, I'm probably, I'm probably really weird. So I, I'll stare at Bill. Who's Bill? Bill James. <laughs> I feel like my eyesight no, goes You can see Bill's Doug. hole. I see Bill. So I apologize to anyone if it was an inconvenience. I know Jackson stepped up Furthest huge. thing from an inconvenience. I appreciate it. Um, KG, I hope you're listening. I appreciate everybody. I'm back for the year. I'm not missing any more time. So that Next was the time, last just vacation. tell us you're going. <laughs> <laughs> it was also Madison's mom's birthday, so we yeah. did a bunch of stuff. Um, so oh, cool, it was bro. well worth the vacation, but I'm glad I'm back. Okay. <laughs> Grinding a week is hard. Pretty state, Arizona, no matter where you're at. Scott My State. God. Sedona, Sedona was Flagstaff. unreal. Yeah. Huge shout out to that state. The state gets a shout out. <laughs> Had in and out too, right uh, when I flew in. Where is it right now among your favorite states? Mm. Oh, what's up there? Rushmore of states. Got to be Colorado, Utah. In terms of beauty, this isn't where I want to live. Colorado, Utah, and probably Arizona. Well, where do you want to live? Colorado. Okay. That's the, it's the, you just have your four seasons. The winters are brutal, but they're beautiful. And you got yeah. landscapes everywhere. Everything's a half hour away. Reminds me a lot of St. Louis. Everything's a half hour away. It's a huge state. Yeah, but like Golden, Colorado, everywhere we go is oh. about a half hour, 40 minutes away. You would station yourself in Denver. It's too expensive for my Colorado life. Springs. Colorado Springs is nice. Yeah. But it's great to be back. I don't know what I missed because I didn't listen to the show outside of the great work that Iggy did booking the guest uh, OnlyFans gal. She was great. I'm sad I missed it that. It was just a DM. 
So you didn't listen on this surprise vacation? I mean, we were. I was out of signal probably seventy percent of the time. Were you? Mm-hmm. Out hiking. Yeah, and it's just spotty areas out there because you're low in the canyons. It's really hard to get cell phone reception, which was again how I like my vacation. You see any rattlers? Yeah. See any rattlesnakes? We oh, they're everywhere. I was looking for them, but I think the weather and the time of day, because they kind of camp out and hang out in the mid-afternoon, they wait to hunt in the early morning and evenings. I think we avoid. We saw wild pigs everywhere. Oh. We saw Bo- some lizards. <clears throat> boars? Gila monsters? No, they didn't have tusks. Pelamon. Thank you. Nice. Gila monsters. I like that. Uh, who are these sad fats whose lives get upended by a stranger taking his well-earned <laughs> vacation time? Doug, that's from Big Saggers. It's part of the show. It's fun. That's why, again, like missing those days, I knew the listener were going to come at me. Which is for taking though. vacation? I don't think anybody's coming at you well, for taking vacation. These are sad fats. Well, it's because I didn't let anybody know, right? Yeah. I just kind of left Total shock. Yeah. Well, I will say Jackson killed it on the drops, well, of course and he then did. they That's killed Plowsy for uh, look. Somebody can play drops. Jackson that, did play great drops, but Jackson kills it on the board. So I, I had every confidence in the world. I just know that that's a lot more on his plate than what I would like to give him because he does boom party. And, did he know you were going to be gone? <laughs> I honestly, and this is not Plowsy's fault. This is my forgetfulness, and I was off that Friday. You were off that Friday, yeah. So I when I walked down, I was like, oh, that's right, Plowhawk's off, and then oh. all I did was. I was like, oh, I'm on the board today. And that was the extent of of what changed. You know, everything else was fine. KG was yeah. here. We were chilling. All right. Nathan from the east side of Alton still not happy, Doug. Did this dude just say he took vacation because it's his girlfriend's mom's birthday? That may be the simplest move I have ever heard. It's Nathan from the east side of Alton. It's not just their birthday. It was their 60th. How about oh. that? And, you know, it was asked by me if I wanted to go and... I was more than happy to to go. Who gives a damn what this guy yeah. thinks about when <laughs> you just, take vacation? I'm a simp. Yeah, you know how many brownie points I gained? And me and Madison yeah. had a great time, but I'm out of the doghouse for a while. I can go home and play video games after my meeting with Tommy if I'm not furloughed. It's called buying equity. <laughs> it's called buying equity. So I had a blast. It was it was a win-win. Arizona, or the Phoenix airport was fantastic. I had to walk around there. Vacation shamers are fat poors who can only afford the drive to Destin while their in-laws pay for the house. Doug, that's from the Hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Yeah, that's not a bad vacation. You got the in-laws to pay for the house in Destin? Yeah, that signed me up for that one. Well, so like, vacation shamers are fat poors? Usually, yeah. Usually are. They've eaten all their money. Huh. I any had any other time. trips coming up in the next day or two that we should Yeah, um, actually going to use your house in uh, Monaco. Oh, you're going to use in November it's for a it's open. couple weeks. No yeah. big deal. I'll let you guys know the day before. You keys to the yacht. I'll leave on this. Uh, and Young, I missed you, Plow, but can we circle back to this fake punt? <laughs> Why don't more teams run the fake punt in those late game final play situations? Down five with 25 seconds left, they'll never be expecting a fake punt, especially on second down with two timeouts remaining. Doug, this man covered a Colts victory yesterday. Zach Moss was on fire. Was it? Brian Henschel will have more okay. coming up in the Indianapolis Star. Well, it wasn't second down, it was fourth game. That's why they went for long. Even pay attention to what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. On second down, it wasn't second down. I don't mind a fake punt either. Had a couple things gone differently, you know, the end of the game could have been different. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to play drop? That was a gold one right there. That is there. a golden yeah. drop. Uh-huh. That was my feelings after the game. Vacation shamers are like bourbon snobs, and it's almost winter. That's from the South City Hoosier aficionado. Oh, yeah, they're, they're here. 
Vacation snobs. If you have to worry about taking a vacation, that just means you're not valuable to the company. That's from Mr. Licks. I don't follow that. I think I'm if actually you have following that. have to worry that. about taking a vacation, that, that me, means you're not valuable to the company. Let me give you an example. Because yeah, I'm actually, this to me. I'm actually kind of with, and this is kind of my thought process. So Mr. Licks is actually, I think, spot on, is the more time you miss and the show goes on without you, the more it's noticed that maybe, you know, you're val- – this is internally. It's not what you think. It's not what Tommy thinks. It's just how you perceive it is, oh, they're gone four or five days without anything going wrong. Jackson killing it on the – I think that's the mindset when yeah. somebody takes a vacation is you're the forgotten one when you come back. Or any job. I don't really think feel that not- way, but I always in the back of my head think, man, you know, that, that's just what it is. I think yeah. Mr. Rex is on to something. Yeah, that's just an insecure employee, though. Right. Potentially, yeah. I mean, Ned Reynolds. I don't think Ned Reynolds took a vacation. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> Doug. Seriously, Ned. I don't think Ned Reynolds took a vacation for like 25 years because he was afraid that uh, getting up in age, that if he took a vacation, some young guy would come in and fill in for him, be better than him, and that, ah, we don't need you I'm anymore, telling Ned. you, that's a yeah. thought. Like, people may not admit that. And I'm not saying that's what I was feeling like in Arizona. I'm just saying that's how, in general, how I sometimes look at vacations as man. Taking a day or two is no big deal. Taking that whole week, you're like, ugh, you know? Well, yeah. any kind of job, if you think that you're not going to be missed and they're going to realize that they don't need mm-hmm. you when you're gone, yeah. if you are insecure about your job, I could see where, how some people think, oh, geez, I hate to be away because they're going to find out they don't need me. Yeah. As much as I got fired, I thought that almost every year I went to J- Jamaica because I was there for two weeks. I'd take my two-week vacation all at once at Jamaica. Maybe sitting there, I probably don't have a job when I get back. They figure out we need we don't need this guy. Oh yeah, I'm the furlough prince of St. Louis. So I... mm-hmm. <laughs> That's your title. <laughs> no. uh, Doug uh, Shrimply Pibbles uh, says this convo is fine, but let's talk about Halloween. Here's my wife looking fire, doing her best Laura Dern impression. She's a clever girl. Uh, that's Shrimply Pibbles sending mm. in a picture of his wife, and he's dressed up like a. Cowboy, I guess? No, I think he's it's Jurassic Park. He's ah. Sam Neill. She's Laura Dern. That's actually a pretty good outfit, too. Yeah, he kind of looks like Sam Neill. And she's wearing the exact same almost outfit as, what was her name? Sorry, I don't remember the Laura actress. Dern. Laura Dern. Who I didn't love Dumb. that, but she was a good role. Daughter of Bruce Dern. Yep. She, was, she wasn't in very many good movies. No, Lix is a moron. That is not a thing. He only feels that way because his father-in-law told him that because he was leaving early on most Fridays this past summer to go to the lake to drink White Claw and show off this pectoral tattoo. Oh. <laughs> That's from Herb's Hog. I'll tell you a Mr. secret. Mr. Lix has a peck tattoo? I was so close do. to getting a peck tattoo when I was 20 years old. Why? So you like, look back on it and wish you would have? No, I don't have the body. T- I don't have pets. It's just like bone. <laughs> but like, so my uncle and <coughs> excuse me, a couple uncles and cousins were all big Packer fans. So they all went and got Packer. <laughs> we're in Canton, by the way. We are all Hoosiers. So they're like, you know, just your peck tat of a Packer helmet. Well, sure. And I about went on that trip to get one. Why and I you look go? back and I go, wow, I'm glad I didn't do that. Is it like the earring back in the day that if you got a tattoo on your left peck, you're gay, right peck, you're straight? That's but actually a good point. I don't, I don't know. know, but we can just make one up that left peck means gay. I guess so. So we'll start that trend. Uh, we have just been put on notice by counsel. Do not associate me with the Lake of the Ozarks or I will be filing suit. That's from <laughs> Mr. Licks, Doug. Who does he sue in this situation? He's too good for the Lake of the Ozarks, I guess. <laughs> well, that's a shame because there's a lot of multimillionaires that live at the lake. There are. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Licks, <laughs> what do you have to say about that? You couldn't get there because you're <laughs> multi-thousander. A multi-thousander. <laughs> uh, Bill in his hole. Doug Andreas is delicious. Yes, I had, sure it, uh, I had it last yesterday. night. Did you really? I, I we had nothing in our fridge. Come back. We, we just had, had some barbecue. A big sauce. bag of fries, <laughs> and I just barbecue. had. Dipped it? Oh, you dipped the fries. Yeah, I, I had Andrea barbecue sauce and just a bunch of fries. It was oh, so good. I can't get enough of it. I can't get enough of it. Uh, I, I tried something last night with Andrews. What'd you do? What well, you normally try? when I fry chicken, you know, you put it in the batter with the egg yolk and milk. And then roll it in the uh, flour and the uh, breadcrumbs. Instead of using egg yolk and milk, I use Andreas. I rolled it in that. Then I rolled the breadcrumbs on there. It got nice and crispy. Oh, really? How to treat you? Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That Andreas doesn't play. Andreas.com is where you can get the barbecue sauce, the steak sauce as well. And, of course, Andreas Steakhouse off of <laughs> O'Fallon Road in Collinsville, Illinois. Andreas, online at Andreas. Dot com. Text in 314881-TMA5-DEDF. Group text inbox. Call in 636-9004-TMA. Uh, and, of course, you can email in for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. Uh, Design Air email of the day prize, a four-pack of tickets to Six Flags Fright Fest. Fright Fest happening select days now through October 29th. The fear returns this fall with 15 haunted attractions like haunted houses, scare zones, shows, and rides in the dark. The prize for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. And, Doug, here we go. We got, it. we got a week where... I think this is it. I think this is the the farewell. You're right. This is it. This is it. Almost 70 every day this week, and then I think fall is. I see an 80 on Wednesday. Thursday, 78. Looks like it changes on Friday, Billy. Looks like it changes on Friday. Mm -hmm. Might be one of those days where the high is in the morning, and and then all of a sudden, here it goes. And that'll wrap her on up, and we'll see you in May. But that's all right. It's only eight months. So get the furnace tuned up and get it done. With Design Air Heating and Cooling, Seth Goldcamp, designairservice.com. I had that done a couple of weeks ago, and now we're taken care of, and you can get it taken care of. You can book now, tab, they come out, they tune up the furnace for the winter. Designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Any questions, comments, erotic stories, TMA conspiracy theories, still $150 out there. If you actually put your name on an email and piss me off, and then I Venmo you the $150. Mm. Yeah, it's a great deal. T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com, QFTA, Design Air, sponsor of the Tim McKernan Show podcast, and the official HVAC provider of TM. Hey, TMA Lister of the Month, sign up at Milagro Tequila. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. TMASTL.com is where you sign up. Milagro Tequila, the presenting sponsor of the Listener of the Month. We'll close out the Munganass St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour on the other side of the break, Doug. A recap of the TMA Hit and Giggle presented to you oh. by Michelo Bulcher, partnering with the Megan Meyer Foundation, who shipped it. Did Iggy hit the ball 230 yards? Uh, did Cletus touch you. All of the things will be discussed Mm. on the other side of the break. This is TMA from the Michelob Ultra Studios.